hibiscus and this is our end of year episode uh so far we've talked about relationship red flags parenting natural hair care self-care and friendships um and today we are introducing yet another topic um and this is around you know kind of adjusting your plan when maybe a plan you have does not work uh, or is not working, um, knowing when to keep moving forward with it, knowing when to stop, knowing when you just need to take a different direction. Um, we want to explore topics beyond just jobs. It could just be aspirations. It could be New Year's resolutions that you keep having every year. It could be, it could be anything. Um, and so that's the nature of today's session. Um, but as always, I have with me NK. Hey. And MJ. Hello. <laughs> and uh, you know, let's let's just tee this up and have a conversation about it. Um, I'll give a perfect example, uh, or first example that I can think of, in where I was just like, you know, I gotta call this quits. Um, it's been when I tried to pursue, and I know we weren't just supposed to talk about jobs, but a, a different career path. This is a couple years ago. And I went in, I was like, this is the right change. You know, I had been in healthcare administration for a while. I was like, so the only other thing to do now is like research in to health services. Absolutely not my cup of tea. Why was that? Let me tell you, it was one of those things where it was so dry and obviously it wasn't driven by a mission. So I'm I'm very mission driven. So the work wasn't mission driven, it was driven by money the nature of the work was not what I expected it to be. It was not what they led me to believe it was going to be. And I'm the kind of person that if something is up in front of my face and I am not into it and I'm not, I can't connect with the material. I can't engage with it. It's in my best interest to stop and walk away because what you will get is one plus one equals two with no, you know, critical thinking type thing because it's 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 not a critical type thinking type you know endeavor anyway but that was the first i mean uh, just an example just to tee off the conversation um but for me I, I, if i'm not in it it's, it's when i'm just like you know what i think i might need to stop i need i need to get back to what makes me happy and pure for profit work is not it i don't mind if you know what i do generates income that's great but it can't be about the money first and the product afterwards. So did you find out why you weren't happy with healthcare administration? Like what you were doing in the first place? Is there, is that a reason why you steered towards that? Or well, I, You know what it was, is I wasn't being stimulated. And you know, it's one of those things where sometimes you're just in an environment that your opportunity for growth is limited at some point. Like you learned everything. There's nothing else to learn. And I had gotten to the point where I felt like I was becoming stale. And I was like, I'm too young to be stale. I need to continue to strive to learn more, contribute more, and do more. And that was why I was like, okay, well, maybe, you know, my 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 curiosity is driving me towards research. Um, and mm-hmm. this was not actually a research role. Like I said, it was literally for-profit. We've got contracts. Do this fluff, this fluff work. And I mean, if it's going to be research, let it, I should have at least thought about, thought it through to the point where it's not just healthcare that I like, but there's certain things within healthcare that I like. And I should have, if I was going to do research, I should have sought those types of roles. Yeah. 
I think it's just I'm I'm slowly realizing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in my nature to always try and to wish try again. Because I have this weird sense of fear of failure. And I know people go, oh, you can't be, you know, you shouldn't be afraid of failure. It helps you grow. But I always have, I'm one of those, I'm still holding up to hope that if I had a dream or something and it didn't work out, I'll still find a way to try and go back. I'm very, I feel like this is going to work. I think this is going to work. I'm going to try 10,000 times. And even though all the arrows are pointing to, you need to let this ish go. Well, um, how do you know when to let go? That's I feel like that's that's so challenging for everybody. I am emotionally drained. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, you're now suffering. Mm. And I think I've I've seen that in the workplace and also personally, like just you know, friendships and work and sometimes you just have to let a project go. It's okay if you don't get it right. And also with clients too. Hmm. Sometimes the the rapport between you and a client is just not working. Mm-hmm. Right, everything, and you know what? It's okay to let go. Like the world will not come to an end. I think that's a good point. Um, I think the struggle, like I just mentioned before, just knowing when to let go of things, and I think um, knowing that it's safe to let go too, because sometimes it's so easy just to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in life plans, personal and professionally, and taking that leap, especially if it's not in your nature, mm-hmm. um, can be a huge challenge, a huge obstacle. I think one of the biggest things that I did was um, the move that we made. My family and I, we just decided just to pick up and just go. And um, we just decided to move somewhere differently, even though we had set roots in a different state and we were very happy there, but we just knew like the long term that wasn't for us. And um, we were happy, but I feel like we weren't like, we didn't feel, we didn't truly feel fulfilled there. And feel like you were settling. Yes. We felt like complacent and we were settling and we were there because we, because we should be here, you know, <laughs> and not, not necessarily because like, I would have picked was this. Is, was it because that was what you thought people expected? Of yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. And so that fear of taking that chance. And I think especially looking around and seeing how short life is mm-hmm. and how, you know, like life is short. And, you know, if you don't make that move, you're just good. It's just everything's just going to pass you by. So right. when regretting it at some point. Yeah. Yeah. So is there anything that you guys can think of that feel like you made that jump? Um, Reflecting on, I guess, your life plans or personally or professionally or any moves that you think that you want to make? Well, you know, it's something, you know, absolutely. I think, for example, if I look at the market that I'm in now and um, I think about the, 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 you know, the five, 10 year projection of what, you know, the future could be and what my aspirations and goals are. You know, I do feel that, you know, the, where I am now is a little, a little bit limited. It's a very saturated market. Um, I think 
I'm also kind of specializing my interest in the things that I want to do. And I, I acknowledge that um, this, you know, something has to happen, something has to give. Um, when do you give up on where you are? I, you know, I'm too busy waiting for all the right things to fall into place before executing. And I guess that's also a difficult uh, part of sorting things out, you know, like you were saying, knowing when to give up and also knowing when to make a move without thinking that all your ducks have to be in a line and in, in alignment to, to, to do whatever it is you need to do. Okay. But Bells, quick question. Sure. Um, has it always, do you think the reason why you, you're waiting for all your ducks to be in a row, is it, is that because it always worked out for you that way in the past? And it only makes sense for that way to work for you for the future goals that you have? Or are you fine with just, just letting everything fall wherever and just take that leap? I think they have to be in alignment for me because I am thinking of more than just myself now. And, you know, when I was, you know, when I made the move to DC, right? Mm -hmm. It was easy. I could be hungry by myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know, now it's a different ball game. It affects, it affects me. It affects my husband. It affects my kids, you know? Um, and so it's just being, you know, you want to have more reassurance that the decision you're making is favorable for more than just you because it has implications <clears throat> for people you care about. How does faith play into all this, though? You know, because sometimes you're thinking, okay, I need to be patient and yep. God's just going to make everything work out. Or you're like, it's a sign. I need to jump ship and make this big move. And like um, Key said about just, okay, it's, everything's going to work out that way. Like, it's, it's so hard to find that balance of what way to go in some situations. I guess you just have to be patient and just let God speak to you. Um, and I guess, Inky, you made another good point, too, about saying just, you know, when you've just had enough that it's just, and that's when it's time to let go. Mm -hmm. um, no, absolutely. I think I'm going to need to start making some good points like NK because she just got two pluses for oh and another good point and another oh good. my god I'm, I'm, i have to make but you know back to but on a more serious note but like, <laughs> oh but, but those are her only good points though <laughs> <laughs> in this whole series <laughs> no but no but in case, another thing you said which is a good sign of when you are done is the um being emotionally drained by the effort um, or, you know, the, the, the attempt and reattempt and the reattempt. I think, you know, in a previous episode when we talked about uh, friendship, in mm -hmm. one of the closest friendships that I let go of, I let go of because I was just emotionally mm -hmm. drained. I had no more me to give to her. Mm -hmm. And in as much as, you know, anyone who sees me now will still ask about her day in and day out. Mm. You know, I'm just like, yeah, I think she's good. And it's not even that there's bad blood. It's just that I, I knew to maintain that was to sacrifice me. Mm. And I think you, you, the job you said you just couldn't do anymore was about to get to you. Like it was about to drain you and you took heed of that quickly, if I'm not mistaken. And it wasn't quickly. I let, I mean, I stayed in that mess for about eight months. Um, 
but I made sure that I communicated with leadership about what I was struggling with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, letting them know what I thought this was supposed was going to be. Um, and, you know, kind of letting them know where there might have been some false advertisement. Um, mm-hmm. So it was one of those things where, you know, we kind of talked about things and the way forward. So it wasn't like they were in the dark. I was very transparent up front because obviously you, you some of these jobs, you, you, you take a move and, you know, they give you sign on bonuses and all those types of things. Um, and you don't want to seem like you came and you switched and baited on them. But, uh, you know, almost kind of like how, you know, and uh, okay, neither one of you work in the federal government, but you know how they start documenting something that just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, um, when, like for example, you have an employee who's a poor performer, and so you doc- start documenting them. Mm. I had gotten to the point where I started documenting the things that were contrary to what I was told that this was going to be. Oh, wow. Um, but I wasn't writing it. I was having, you know, check-ins, and I was saying, well, this, and then, and then that, and then, and then this, and, and then this, 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 and this. So, of so course... What was the final straw? I think the final straw was that... Um, it was a part of their culture for things to be as they were and having someone come in and say, this is not exactly real research. There are certain things I'm not willing to compromise and my integrity is one of them. Mm. Um, And so at some point it became apparent to all of us that it was like, okay, yeah, she's not for this. Um, and so it was almost, and I wouldn't say it was mutually agreed upon, but it, you know, there was, we, there were some discussions before I finally transitioned, um, to where I am now. Mm. Are you happier? Yeah. I mean, the team is great, but I'll (laughs) see what it is. So now here's the thing. The difference with this job is the team is great, but the, okay. And the work I came on for, we decided not to do more of it. So what I'm doing now is not my passion but i work for great people does that make sense so it makes it easier to deal with the shift mm. yeah the, the, the working environment plays a role in your in how you oh my goodness yeah with how much you you put up with yeah. <laughs> no that i mean it's it's really true you might not like what you're doing but if the environment is conducive to mm-hmm. your mental health you want to really find a big issue with it so right. I right and that's why people run away even sometimes like you just said bells good point about like good <laughs> money and if it's just a toxic situation there's no amount of money that will keep you mm-hmm. somewhere. that's there's it absolutely no amount of money that'll keep you somewhere i remember my first job when i became a dentist like um i was seeing a good amount of money i was so excited i thought i was like I made it, you know, and um, the hours were crazy, crazy, mm-hmm. working 12-hour days, which I was like, uh, I'm not a physician, like, why am I doing this? Um, <laughs> so, and the work, it wasn't even the 12-hour days that was bothering me, but it was, like, really unethical, like, you just, like, you had already mentioned as well, unethical um, practices of the company, of what they wanted you to do, and I used to, like, go home crying because I just felt so bad about what I was doing mm-hmm. and you know and I didn't want to leave my job because hey this is supposed to be my dream job and you know this is supposed to be what I want and um 
but why am I crying to work every day? Why am I crying home from work every day? Just because I'm so, like, the things I'm saying to people, I don't feel like is the right thing. I don't think it's right. Mm-hmm. And just, and one day I just woke up, I was like, I'm not going. I can't go there. I can't do this anymore. And I had to tell my fiance at the time, I was like, I can't, you know, I would rather just not have a job and just pray that something will work out than keep doing this because this is just really unethical. This is not why I became part of this profession mm-hmm. and just walking away from something no matter how and I eventually found another job that did pay me as well but like you guys just said it was like so fulfilling and I really enjoyed the people I was around that it like I would it was hands down probably one of the best jobs I ever had just for that reason just like so MJ I have a quick question that that just made me go oh, hold on um <laughs> Are you saying to our listeners that it is normal to just quit without having backup? Because I feel like you were in a mental state where it was, I don't care if I don't have a backup job, I can't do this, I'm out. Oh yeah, if you think, like you you both just mentioned, if you feel like this is just not good for your mental health, this is not, as far as my values as a person, Mm -hmm. and what makes me me, I was ready to walk away from the profession because I thought this is what every job is going to be. I was like, this is not, I would, I was honestly ready to start from scratch. Um, like I, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. And everyone thought I was crazy. Like as far as my family goes, you know, like, Oh, you, cause you know, I think like the thought is always, you have to give this amount of notice Mm -hmm. and you always have to, you know, um, have a backup, but listen, I like the, if so, like, no, if it's like I said, if it's just not something that's conducive, like as far as like integrity issues, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm not. I'm sorry, I can't. I cannot. Your values out the window. Yeah, it's not right. Like, why would I continue that? Just to like, I'd just rather just put it like to faith, God, or whatever. And and that's exactly how it just it did work out eventually. So, yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I think I had this conversation a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, you know what? you know, there's, there's someone I was talking to and, um, you know, kind of trying to work through the decision to walk away from a guaranteed opportunity with nothing else lined up. And the unfortunate thing was that, you know, they had an experience with that, that particular role and they knew it was stressful and they knew it was difficult and they knew it wasn't fulfilling. And, you know, they were, you know, under a lot of stress while they were there. And, you know, me being risk adverse was like, well, just take it and then look for something else. And their response was like, nope. And I stepped back for a moment. I sat back for a moment. I was like, you know what? I have to understand and I have to remember that there is no price you can put on your mental health. Mm. No price you can put on your integrity. And sometimes it's stepping away from the job market to reset to be able to step in and be of value to somebody else. So, I mean, it's that, that was what I took away from that experience. I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I get it. No, oh, that's a good point. How do you feel how do you both feel this applies to our personal lives though? Even like with our with relationships um that you have with your spouses or even boyfriends. Um like, <laughs> <laughs> how I, I know we've touched upon this topic before too, you know, but just like Oh, I'm very good at letting go right now. <laughs> I know that sounds very cold-blooded, but I'm very good at just 
Yeah, okay, cool, no problem. You don't you don't wanna okay, I'm not gonna chase after you and maintain this relationship or friendship or whatever. Like you're on your own journey, that's great. Mm. Journey, that's great. It's like I can't I literally cannot stress anymore about somebody else. Except if it's a child or something. That's different. But like <laughs> I no, seriously, like you I don't if you really experienced um like exhaustion like not physical exhaustion like if you experience just behave from people's behavior and it's affecting you for no reason and no I've, I've learned to just let go of a lot of things i've learned to let go even at work mm-hmm. um before i used to put like the weight of the world is on my shoulders to make sure my clients are happy mm-hmm. everything plus tax to make them happy and i had to step back and be like you know what Tell them what they need to do. If they don't do that, that's on them. I can help guide you, but I can't keep stressing over two or three or four clients on my day off, on my day on. Like, it it will get to you eventually. Listen, that's you just spoke a whole word. And I think that's like, you know, the consulting environment is that way. Um, I think one of the challenges I'm having right now and I'm going to regret this later if anybody I work with ever listens to these podcasts. <laughs> but it's like, I'm sitting here and I'm telling my clients, this is what needs to happen before this can happen, before that can happen. Mm-hmm. And because I'm supporting the government, and I love you, America, but because I'm supporting <laughs> the government, there's no, the, there's no same level of urgency to get things done in a timely manner. So I can sit there and reping and reping and reping, and when they're good and ready, they're like, "Oh, concur." You were just holding up, and so I think that's like I said, I work with a great team, and that's why I have, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm and, and even the clients an excellent, like very warm and lovely group of people. But to get things done, it's like you're working against. It's almost like you're working against your success because I'm one of those people, I'm very outcomes driven. And in, you know, obviously working with the government, there's levels of bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. So me not being able to say, hey, look what I have completed as your, con- you know, your consultant because you didn't do your part is, it drives me nuts. And I guess, you know, that brings me to the point of when do you give up and say it's enough? And I think I've gotten to that place with them where I was pushing so hard last year, but if you see me now, it's kind of like, oh, okay, you want to do it? Well, I'll be here when you do. Yeah. But that's affected the quality of your work now, though, that you, you're not as invested into it? I don't, I'm not sure if it's a question of quality, but it's like, obviously, because I'm not pushing as hard, I'm not putting out as much. So it, it's more, it's affecting the quantity, my, my production, because I'm pushing and if, they are, if, they're, if they're asleep at the wheel, then they're just asleep at the wheel. Yeah. You know, and I have a good question for you because I was, there was something you said earlier and I was like, you know, I want to ask about this. So <laughs> you're in a, <laughs> so you're in a, you're in a different setting because you are the boss. How do you deal with, I mean, giving up on people that's supposed to learn something and they, you know, they're still not getting it right. You remember? How do you deal with delegation amongst your employees? Oh my goodness. Um, Teaching them to let go of stressors around the office. That's a 
huge challenge. Actually, I just lost one of my employees that was with me when I started my uh, my practice. And um, and for a long time, like she had just been, she had just not been. Her quality of her work was not adequate, basically. But I just, but there's so it becomes so much like there's so much risk in firing someone, especially as a new business, because uh, you got to pay unemployment, and no one's trying to do that, and. And you have to have a very good reason to be able to fire someone. You can't just be like, I guess every state is different. You know, you just definitely want to. And then also, honestly, just me just being a woman and, you know, I don't want to be the reason why anyone gets fired, you know? So I feel like I put up with more than I probably should have. And and I think she probably did some of it intentionally because she was just wanting to get fired. So she could get unemployment. Um, and then, you know, I'm really glad that she just made that decision to just that she that she was just done, you know, because um, I, I, I think honestly, I just I just didn't have it in my heart to do it. But I feel like after after she left um, my practice, I feel like things have been so much better. Mm-hmm. And um, it's actually given me the strength to know, hey, one, you have a job to do as a boss. And even the environment in our office is completely different. I feel like the things that I thought like this person was doing and we needed her to be doing, I felt like in retrospect, like there were so many mistakes that were made mm-hmm. that we spent more time trying to correct these mistakes this individual is making. But I felt like, oh, you were with me from the beginning. So I need, you need to stay like. So you sort of, you sort of owed her. I owed her. Yes. And it, and I didn't realize, I feel like God was just showing me, like, this person's not supposed to be here. She, she's got to go. And mm-hmm. either you, you got to let her go or she needs to find her way. And she found her way, which is great. But now I feel like things are so much more productive mm-hmm. and um, in our practice and everything. And I think that basically the overall lesson, like I said, I'm just, I'm, I'm learning is one is if something's not working out, you, like, don't just sit there and watch it not work out especially when it's affecting you. At the end of the day, it's a check to them. Whether you produce or not produce, they're still going to make their money. And so they don't care. They're, you know, these are hourly employees. These aren't, you know, so they have no investment into my practice the same way I do. And, and, And so I need to be more assertive in that. And that's something that I've just always just struggled with. And, um, but this opportunity of being, being a business owner is teaching me to just become more assertive and, um, yes. And just knowing when something is not working, I think I'm, it's easier for me now to just be like, no, we're not doing this. I'm not wasting any more money on this. Right. Yes. And not just in individuals, that was just the most that was just the most recent one that just occurred. But even with companies like, oh, your marketing company that told you they're gonna get you these many patients, or like your IT company that's like, oh, I'm gonna do A, B, C, and D. If people are not producing, you gotta go because this is my money at the end of the day. And at that everyone just wants a piece of you. So So your so your advice for people going into 2020 is you have to be more assertive based on your current life transition. I think my message to people in 2020 2019 2030 is is as as far as personally is Mm -hmm. meet people where they're at i think you guys have said the exact same thing 
of do not put more into people who are not investing into you, you know, as far as friendships. And then as far as professionally, um, yeah, just it's to be more assertive. Don't be afraid to do what you feel like is best, even though, oh, I have a 12 month contract with a company and it's not working out. And hey, if it's not, you need to call them out on it. Like what uh, Bells was talking about. Hey, this is not what you guys said. This is, I'm supposed to get out of this. And um, and if if it if it's not adding up, knowing when to just back out and just be like, I can't do this. This is not what's best for me or my company or myself. Period. Oh, <laughs> well, my message would be definitely let go and let God. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have planned my life over and over, and I have made so many turns that now it's just whatever you got, just bring it on. Mm. I, yes, I have a list, but you know what? That's why the pencil has an eraser because hey, else will happen and you just have to. What's on this list? Ha! Why are you asking me a personal question? <laughs> and, and I mean online and everything. <laughs> no, but it's just like simple things like be open-minded to anything. Don't be too stringent on your plans because plans change change is constant that would be my two cents for 2020 2019 since we have like a couple of weeks left yeah sorry may i ask you a question though like personally and um are you are you gonna apply that personally as well like if you find someone who does who might not meet all the things that you might have thought that you wanted Uh are you open to that as well too are you gonna be applying that Yes, I I have I have my whiteout ready, um, <laughs> just in case this person or persons don't fit the list. I've I told you I'm I'm gonna be very open minded, very you know. But yes, what about you, Bell? Um, uh, I was talking to one of my older cousins cousins, and he was like, Bell, this is what I want you to remember. It is okay to have aspirations and goals that scare you. And I've heard that many times before, but I think, you know, he was trying to counsel me because I was scared about the startup cost of this thing. And I was like, that's just inappropriate and vulgar. He's like, no, it is attainable. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, you know, I want to share that and that's not from my wisdom, but his. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also when you are pursuing something or making a decision about whether or not you should continue to pursue something, the first and foremost important thing that you should consider is are you or will you gain fulfillment from whatever that is? Mm-hmm. And if you can't say from with confidence or with some level of confidence that yes, this is going to bring me closer to where I bells want to be, then you you might need to reconsider whether or not it's something you invest your time in. Quick question. I know we're trying to wrap this up, but with (laughs) that said, though, what if that is not in line with what your spouse might want for you or might think that that's best for the family? How do you think that applies? Listen. This this one. (laughs) (laughs) I think that, that is that is that is is that another episode? 
it's just one of those things where there's a balancing act you have to do there where you know timing is everything again it has implications for the other members of your family and you're not i mean yeah it's like one of those things where you're not if you can find a way to exist until that thing you want to pursue becomes something that you can pursue then all is well um but if you can't then you know i'm at a, I'm at a little loss for 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 words of wisdom to offer there but yeah that's a that's a real thing there it's challenge yeah mm-hmm. well, this has been a great topic today guys this is exciting yeah well i hope all of you out there in the listening audience enjoyed this conversation um and i hope that you are stimulated enough to stay with us in the new year um if you have any questions or you would like to hear us talk about something in the new year that we didn't touch on or if you'd like for us to revisit another topic or another angle to a to a previous topic please reach out to us on Instagram at stew.hibiscus. Also on email, stew.hibiscus at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from and engaging with you guys again. Thank you for listening. Happy New Year. Year. Ciao.